Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Everyone, I don't know why I just said good morning, but welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, if you are new here, and I'm the host of this podcast. And I am very happy that you are listening today. So I'm recording this right now in the morning. That's why I said that. And I'm like technically not awake yet because I'm still finishing my coffee as we speak. So we know how that goes. You know, I'm not really fully functioning yet, but I am really excited for today's episode. I'm going to be talking about being your own biggest fan and being an advocate for yourself. Um, And I think there's a lot in this episode that I'm going to like talk about that I could have expanded on in the episode but it would have been like tangents and those things are like relating back to other episodes I've done if that makes sense. So I'm probably going to make a few points in here that you may have like heard before like very briefly in an episode and if you're just now listening to this episode or you haven't listened to some episodes in a while, whatever the case is, some of the things I've talked about in this episode I've actually done like more in-depth episodes on if that makes sense. So This episode kind of ties a lot together, to be honest, um, across the board from what I've like recorded in the past. Like when I think of um, my like negative self-talk episode that I did a couple months ago, Um, I know whenever I did my podcast on like feeling lost and everything and like losing yourself, I talked a lot about like where your identity is like rooted in and I kind of touched on that in the episode. So just um, if you happen to listen to this episode and it really resonates with you and you want to hear more with, about something or some aspect of it, those two episodes and like a few others, you can probably like scroll back in the last couple months and find something similar to this that it relates to. But anyways, let's go ahead and get started. Um, my quote for this week is going to tie in later in the episode, but it is don't downgrade your dreams to match your reality, upgrade your beliefs to match your vision. And this was the perfect quote for something I'm going to, basically I'm going to say that later in the episode, um, just not as concise. And I think so many of us are, you know, we have like our biggest limit is ourself, you know, like we have those self-limiting beliefs that don't allow us to pursue more and that limit our potential and we convince ourselves that we can't reach the goals we have for ourselves um, because it's not our current reality when in reality that is the whole point of goals and dreams and you know wanting something more for yourself is to upgrade your level of reality and when I say upgrade I don't necessarily mean like making more money or you know being more whatever it's your definition of upgrading you know like what what are you trying to make better in your life you know so I think that that's a problem we all have and I know I've like had conversations like with my brother about that just like the self-imposing and like self-limiting beliefs and how they really like affect us and they affect our future reality because we are basing our future reality um, and how much we think we can achieve based on our current reality. And that defeats the whole purpose of setting goals and aspirations. And yeah, just make sure you're letting your beliefs like 
be aligned with your vision because if your, you know, vision or if you're basically setting goals that are kind of just so based on your current reality, then like what are you actually achieving, you know? So the goal for this week, I want to make the most of my time at home. I am driving home tomorrow. Um, so I'm excited to do that and I really want to pick up reading more. I still have to take my final for my online class, but I mean, that's really like the only thing I've got to study for. And then I'll have like one free week of no school before I come back here to Tuscaloosa to take my summer class. So I really want to like one rest during that one week and two, um, just pick back up my habit of reading. Cause I really think like if I can pick that back up now, I will, really fly through books like the whole remainder of the year since I won't really have a ton going on at once and my life is so much better when I'm like actually taking the time to read and I stopped taking the time to read like a month ago because life just got crazy and that's no excuse but yeah and I just want to like enjoy my time at home because like I said in my last episode this is probably my last time going home for this long of an amount of time which it's only two weeks but still um for probably ever unless I come home for around Christmas for that long but it's crazy um I don't think I will so I mean this is just like a lot for me honestly like emotionally it's crazy um sorry my voice is like morning voice let me take a sip of coffee real quick I'm not gonna cut that out because I'm not gonna go find a timestamp for when I took a sip of coffee so sorry if you heard that but my gratitude for this week I am just thankful that I can like go home first of all and second of all I am grateful that home is such a beautiful place for me um I just feel my most like calm and at peace whenever I'm at home just because of the environment and the pace of life which I know I've talked about before but if you don't know I'm from Panama City Beach and it's literally a beautiful place obviously um if you've like ever seen pictures of it or anything and you know, being able to drive to the beach in like five, 10 minutes is the biggest blessing ever. And I definitely took that for granted when I was growing up because I used to live even closer to the beach than I do now. Um, And I don't want to say I took it for granted because I actually did spend a lot of time at the beach. But I really think, you know, you just, you don't realize what you have till you don't really have it anymore. So I'm thankful for that and also just thankful that it's just like a good place to like spend time outdoors like going going on walks is really nice and like you know obviously going to the beach is really nice going on bike rides we have so many great places to bike ride if we go if we drive 30 minutes over to like the 30A area and ride bikes through there um and just we can my parents like literally do that almost every weekend they just like drive over to 30a and ride their bikes for like 10 plus miles and I'm just like y'all are really living the life like with this little outdoorsy living um so I'm just really thankful for that I know it's something that I take for granted because I think of like you know if I were to be going home to like somewhere like up north right now it very well could still be like so cold and not really feel like a quick little summer break for me And I also just am grateful to be able to go home because I know some people, you know, haven't really been able to for a long time. So I'm grateful that it's just a quick drive for me. But let's go ahead and get into the episode. So I want to start off by just like, you know, saying I think my mindset on life and the way I let things affect me changed a lot when I realized you can be one of two things for yourself either your biggest fan or your own worst enemy. And I think it takes seeing that perspective of 
like I can be two, one of two things to myself and then putting that into perspective. I think it takes seeing that to realize like what you've been doing yourself to yourself, if that makes sense. Like I feel like I didn't really realize how awful I was to myself and then how great I've been to myself until I put it in perspective of you can really only do one or the other. So like what has it been most of my life type of thing. And I feel like if you can ask yourself that question right now, like as you're listening at the start of the episode, like if you were to like look at yourself, your life from like a bird's eye view, would you say that you've been, you know, your biggest fan or have you been your own worst enemy for most of it? Um, and then once you figure that out, just listen to the rest of the episode and we can like get, hopefully get this sorted out for you. Um, I lived so, so many years of my life being my own worst enemy, you know, doubting my potential, letting my imposter syndrome tell me I didn't deserve the things I had worked so hard for constantly engaging in and listening to negative self-talk and letting the way others treat me define my value and self-worth and having trouble saying no and just not taking care of myself and all of these things and many other things are ways you may be living your life if you are your own worst enemy so if any of that like kind of struck a nerve in you and you're like yeah I definitely do this and that or whatever then chances are you know you probably aren't your biggest fan or your best friend to yourself and you probably are at a constant war with yourself and granted I still do some of those things from time to time like when I kind of get in my slumps um but when the majority of those things are how you live your life um that I just listed then you should probably take a step back and like reevaluate the friend you are being to yourself um and it's okay if like, you know, just one of them you ha- you struggle with more than others. But like if as a whole you're engaging in all of that, then that's probably like a sign you need to like reevaluate the way you're treating yourself. And it's a lot easier to put into perspective when you look at it as you being a friend to yourself rather than just thinking of it as being kind to yourself. You would never want to talk down on your friend or doubt their potential or discourage them. So why do you do it to yourself? And I just – it was like an epiphany moment for me when I realized I could look at it as like me being a friend with myself is like two separate people almost. And instead of just like, oh, me being kind to myself. Because whenever I'm like here, like be kind to yourself, I'm like, oh yeah, like whatever, like self-care, take care of yourself. But then when I like heard, okay, like treat it as like the way you treat yourself is a way you're treating like another friend. Like that really like resonated with me and I think it resonated with me because I'm such an empathetic person so when I realized like how crappy I was to myself I was like oh my gosh I would never want to be this way to another friend and that's what woke me up I was like ah like this is bad (laughs) but most of the time um I feel like if we are lacking like in our confidence it's likely that we are living our life as our own worst enemy Um, I think it's just like a lot easier to be hard on yourself when you don't really see your own worth and value and don't really have a lot of confidence. And on the contrary, it's a lot easier to like silence your negative self-talk and a lot easier to believe good things about yourself when your value is rooted in the right things and you have more confidence. And I also think gratitude plays a really big part in being your own worst enemy or being your biggest fan. And when I remind myself of how incredibly blessed I am, I'm a lot less likely to tear myself down about what I don't have or what I haven't accomplished. 
And when I'm not practicing gratitude, a lot of my negative self-talk and imposter syndrome literally stems from comparison and not being grateful for what I already have and have done. And every time you compare yourself to someone else, you're literally setting yourself up to degrade and discredit yourself. Like you're literally asking for it. And maybe now that you realize that that will literally always be the result when you compare yourself to others, you'll realize how harmful it is to yourself and your mind. And hopefully you'll become more conscious of doing it. And I think that was just also revolutionary for me when I realized how much such like small things like gratitude can how much that can affect you know your mindset and the way you view yourself because people don't realize like the domino effect that like comparison has on you and your mind and what it stems from um like all that negativity in your mind I can guarantee you like a large large percentage of it stems from comparison and not being grateful enough for like what you have and like what you've already accomplished and like not recognizing your wins whether they're big or small and I think like the worst part about being your worst enemy is that you will believe anything others say about you and you will think the way others treat you is because of your own faults and then you'll be carrying that burden of other people hurting you when it shouldn't be that way if they're the ones who hurt you and I just remember like when I think back to like high school early college like whenever I just didn't have good self-esteem didn't have a good confidence didn't really even use the word gratitude I feel like that often and practice it I truly like anytime I you know heard someone say something about me some kind of gossip or if they just like made a comment about the way I look I instantly believed it and I didn't take it for just face value and you know brush it off like I took it and it resonated with me and I remember the moment I heard it to this day because it was that bad for me and I carried like the burden of other people treating me wrong because I took other people treating me wrong as something being wrong with myself. Like they treated me wrong because I wasn't good enough or because there's something wrong with me instead of no, they treated me wrong because they, you know, don't know how to treat a person correctly or like whatever. Um, I can't think of a specific example right now, so I'm just kind of like using it vaguely, but it shouldn't be that way you know like you shouldn't like when someone hurts you you shouldn't be carrying the burden of that and the burden of them hurting you like obviously you carry the pain of it but you shouldn't be blaming yourself for it and you have so much opportunity to build yourself up and create this unbreakable force that doesn't let other people's words and opinions or actions chip away at your value or well-being And when you are your biggest fan, you know, you are standing in your corner in the difficult times when you feel like no one else is there to support you. And this makes it so much easier to make those big decisions or big changes that you're going to have to make at some point in life because you know at the end of the day, you're standing there in that corner. Like you are always there. And and that, that comfort is enough to like make that big step. And I never used to make those bigger, uncomfortable decisions when I was my own worst enemy because I didn't feel that comfort of knowing I believed in myself and was going to be there for myself no matter what. And similarly, when you are your biggest fan, your worries feel smaller and your dreams even feel bigger. I've noticed that when I'm nervous about doing something and, for example, we're going to like use starting an internship or a new job because this is like something that actually like happened in my life. Um... If I engage in positive self-talk and truly allow myself 
to embrace the change with open arms and like believe what I'm saying my fears may still be there but they feel a lot less daunting and I overall feel a lot more confidence and a better attitude when starting something new that is a little scary and when I started my very first internship you know I had the exact opposite mindset of that I wasn't really my biggest fan at the time you know I feel like I was kind of working on it but I hadn't really figured it out yet and I was in a constant war and battle with myself and my mind and I didn't really feel I deserved the internship I got at the time I was so nervous because I knew nothing about the industry my internship was in and it was in a new city for me and I dreaded starting it because I knew it would be hard for me to adjust to um like my first summer being away from home and just a new city and you know working that style of internship was all new for me and because I had this mindset of doubting myself going into it And because I had already decided I wasn't looking forward to it and I wasn't excited for it without giving it a true shot, my attitude about going to work and having the internship was awful when I should have been immensely grateful to even have one that early on in college. I was on edge and in fear as internships started instead of, you know, embracing it with open arms and thinking, what if this works out? And like thinking of all the great things that could come out of it instead of thinking of all the worst case scenarios like I was doing and I noticed this about myself when I was reflecting one time and decided you know I'm never going to let myself have that type of attitude going into a job or internship again or really anything new like any big life change so when I did my internship last summer despite it being virtual from home and that being a big like factor that changed um, I had the best attitude I could possibly have and did my best to make the most of it. And I just felt so much less nervous. And was I nervous? Yes, because it is, I mean, it's something new. It's a new company. It's a big deal. And that's fine. Like, you can have nerves and that's normal. But you can't let it, like, eat you alive to the point of where you're dreading doing it. And that's exactly what I used to do. And I just feel like I was so much more confident when working with others in this last internship and with taking initiative and where I was, like, apprehensive to do those things like at my other internship because I just didn't really believe I deserved it and I didn't look forward to it because I dreaded it from letting my nerves get the best of me and on the other side of things your dreams do feel bigger but at the same time more attainable when you are your biggest fan you know you look at all you've accomplished already big or small and you're able to make achieving the next thing feel more reasonable from remembering all that you've already done and accomplished And you have more faith in yourself and you believe in yourself. So the things you once thought you were never capable of becoming or the ones or the things you thought you were never capable of doing become a challenge and a goal for you to reach instead of just being like this far out thing that you just feel is unattainable. And I just used to be so paralyzed by my own negative self-talk and self-doubt that it would literally take months, if not years, to get me to just try something I knew I wanted to do. And I always had to get other people to like convince me to do something I already knew I wanted to do just to be able to justify doing it. Like when I think back to like starting my YouTube channel, I was wanting to do that for so, so, so long. And then when I finally got a little bit comfortable about talking about it with people, you know, like a year later, I was like texting my brother trying to like, get him to like tell me like yeah I need to do it when I already knew I needed to do it and I wanted to do it I just didn't believe in myself enough so I was having to you know 
justify doing it by having other people tell me and that's just letting other people have control of like my own like dreams and life and aspirations which it's fine to like talk to people about things but don't let them be the deciding factor you know and now I believe in myself and trust that even if things don't work out I at least tried and learned something or gained experience and having that mindset makes it much easier for me to try something new and actually listen to my heart and do the things I want to do instead of waiting for approval from others or being scared of not getting approval from others and doubting myself and wanting to try something new. And if you aren't there to advocate for yourself, no one else will. And if you do happen to have people in your corner, you can't count on them to be there to pick up your slack and you shouldn't count on them to pick it up every time you are too busy being your own worst enemy. And being your biggest fan can do so, so much for you. And being your worst enemy can take so much from you. And you have to remember that advocating for yourself and being your biggest fan doesn't mean you will always believe in yourself and feel confident and always know your full value and your worth. It means that when you do have days where you are struggling to believe in yourself and hype yourself up and know your worth, you're able to notice it and remind yourself of who you are and all you're capable of instead of believing the doubts you may be having that day. That is where the true difference is made in being your biggest advocate and biggest fan. That's like the biggest difference truly in or between like being your biggest fan and being your own worst enemy is that difference it makes whenever you are having those bad days. Instead of believing those things you're telling yourself, you're noticing them and reminding yourself of who you are. And I just wanted to go through like a few ways I think that you can start becoming an advocate for yourself and being your biggest fan instead of your own worst enemy. Um, They're super simple things. They're not like anything crazy, but I just didn't want to like just word vomit on you all, like everything I just did, and then just be like, okay, that's a wrap. That's the end of the episode. And then like those of you who realize like, oh my gosh, I've been such a terrible friend to myself. You maybe said, I didn't want to like leave y'all hanging basically. And then you just be like, okay, now I know I'm a terrible friend to myself. How do I change that? So I'm just going to give you all like what I personally did and what I feel like has made the biggest difference for me, just because I feel like that's just more applicable to give you all like what actually has worked for me in the long run and everything. So the first thing, like I said already, um, practicing gratitude and being thankful for all you are and all you have. This will help you feel more fulfilled and will keep you from looking to others and comparing yourself when you are feeling like you are or don't have enough. And I'm not going to like go into this for forever just because I already talked about it earlier, but I just, I know when you hear someone tell you to practice gratitude, you just think it's like another one of those self-care tips from a book that everyone's just vomiting onto you. Like I promise if you just do it and try it, and learn how to like make it an actual part of your life and a practice in your life and not just like a something you do every now and then and a conscious habit it's going to make a huge huge difference and you'll as a result like you literally stop comparing yourself to other people more because your cup feels more full because you're constantly recognizing those things that you are grateful for And you don't want to be someone with an empty cup because you don't practice gratitude and looking around you and looking to others to pour into your cup and comparing yourself when in reality, none of that's ever going to fill your cup up because it's just comparing yourself and it's not actually practicing gratitude. The second thing is turning your negative self-talk into affirmations or positive self-talk. And if you want to hear more about this, like negative self-talk and stuff in general, 
I highly recommend listening to my negative self-talk podcast episode from a few months ago. If affirmations like, you know, like speaking like positive things to yourself are something that are just like a little uncomfortable to you, which I want to recognize that because I know a lot of people are like, you know, like write down your affirmations and say your affirmations to yourself. And like, yes, those things are really powerful, but I also understand that some of you may be really uncomfortable with that. So assess what area of life you seem to be engaging in a lot of negative self-talk in. Um, For example, let's say you talk down on yourself in regard to your job or your career. Write down the things you are good at in your job and then write down the ways you think you can improve in the areas you don't feel as confident in. So that way, you know, you're not letting your negative self-talk come to fruition. You're not believing your negative self-talk because you're sitting there and writing down the things you are good at in your job. And then you're addressing the things that make you feel insecure so that you can figure out how to work with them and come to terms with them and really work on them. The third thing is knowing what you actually want. Um, Identify what it is and go after it. I just feel like we're a lot less likely to advocate for ourselves and go after what we want if what we want is actually what someone else wants for us or is something we are doing because of feeling pressured to do so. I mean, think about it. If what you're pursuing is for someone else or someone else's expectations and not for you, why would you ever actually advocate for yourself and be your biggest fan when it's not what you truly want? Think of how much more you could achieve if you actually went after what you want and became your biggest fan and how much more motivated you would be. Like, have you ever sat and thought maybe that's why you struggle with motivation? Because you aren't pursuing what you truly want. And as a result, you aren't motivated to go after it. Just think of how much more passionate and determined you would be if you actually went after what you yourself want. And going after what you want and not like what other people want for you and what other people's expectations are for you, that is such a high form of self-love that will breed so much self-esteem and confidence and also in turn will make you an advocate for yourself because in choosing what you truly want you are advocating for yourself when you're doing what other people want for you and expect of you or other people's dreams or you're worried about what other people are thinking and you're letting that influence what you're going after you are not in control of your own life and you are not being a good friend to yourself so make sure you check in with that Number four is to aim higher on your goals. So this is kind of like um, what I was, what the quote of the episode related to. And I read this article one time that talked about how when we set goals, we often play them down because of our current reality, like the quote says, and because of how we doubt ourselves. So it's better to aim high and outside of our current reality and maybe not reach all the way to that goal than to discount yourself from the get-go and lowball your goals and miss out on potential that you had. And doing this will help you set goals without taking into account your current reality and all that negative self-talk and doubt and will help you advocate for yourself by believing that your potential is as high as the moon instead of your potential being within your current reality. The fifth thing and final thing is to expect challenges. I have to say this because I don't want any of this to come off as like a toxic positivity because that is not by any means what I am saying in this episode. I'm literally just trying to tell you to be freaking nice to yourself and be a friend to yourself and make it a practice and conscious habit instead of, you know, just something you do every now and then. And I don't want anyone to listen to this episode and just think I'm saying that, you know, your doubts and your worries 
and anxieties are irrelevant and that you can easily shove them aside and just snap your fingers and have the confidence it takes to become an advocate for yourself. I know it's not that easy because I have seriously been through the whole transformation of being a natural pessimist to being a natural optimist and not believing in myself and having the lowest self-esteem of all self-esteem to being a rather confident person. I've been there. So that's why I'm so passionate about shoving this on to so many of you all because I've seen the difference it makes in my own life over the course of like eight years I would say and I also don't want anyone to think I'm saying that once you become your biggest fan and advocate for yourself you'll get everything you want and life's going to be perfect that's not the case you're still going to be faced with challenges that make you question your strength your potential and are ultimately just going to test your determination your resiliency and confidence All of that's always going to be tested depending on what you have going on in life. And when you are faced with those challenges, though, think about the two outcomes you could have when you advocate for yourself through those challenges versus when you are your own worst enemy through those challenges. And I can almost guarantee you that the more optimal outcome will happen if you are advocating for yourself than if you go through all of your life's challenges, literally pitting you against yourself. Honestly, how do you ever think any conflict in your life is going to get effectively resolved for the long run if you are quite literally battling yourself and your problems through all of your challenges instead of just having to face your challenges. Don't make things more difficult by being against yourself and your problems and just make things a little bit easier on yourself by being in your own corner and being for yourself and only having to face your challenges instead of also having to face you. And ultimately, it comes down to this. You can spend your life in conflict with yourself, which does nothing but make every challenge 10 times harder, like I just said, and it also makes the moments that are supposed to be great and celebratory, doubtful, and negative. And you can also spend your life supporting and advocating for yourself and being more proactive when you face your challenges and achieving more than you ever could while being your own worst enemy. Your life is only going to get as good as your mindset allows you. If your mindset tells you that you aren't deserving of what you've accomplished and it's just degrading yourself, you have placed a cap on how good your life can be and how much you will let yourself achieve. And when I say how good your life can be, once again, I am not saying like riches and lavishness. I am saying like what good means to you. If your mindset is the opposite, you're going to continue striving for more and your habit of encouraging yourself will reach far beyond your own mind you will be so much more likely to encourage others and be a better friend to others when you are a better friend to yourself and who doesn't want to be the best friend they can be to the people they care about the most don't let your mind be the thing that's stopping you and the more you believe in yourself and show it the more others will too and the quicker you'll see results you've been holding yourself back from be willing to bet on yourself and don't let your negative thoughts come to fruition in your life and limit your potential. Learn how to adopt a more positive mindset. Be your best friend and watch how the change in mindset will come to life in your life. And like another episode, I think I did this episode probably about a year ago almost. I'd say maybe like 10 months to a year ago um, on changing your mindset from being like a natural pessimist to an optimist. That would be a good episode to like listen to right now too, especially if you've already listened to it and you're just now realizing holy cow, I'm terrible to myself, maybe go back and listen to that because you probably need to like work on that aspect of your mindset as well if you're going to be working on becoming your own best friend because it's kind of hard to have one without the other. 
But just remember, you do not need anyone to remind you of your power and your potential but yourself. And until you can admit and believe that, you will continue limiting yourself and your potential. So that's all I have. I know it's short, but I feel like this was like powerful nonetheless because I know that I've, you know, talked about night of self-talk and switching your mindset and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you can do all of those things and still be terrible to yourself and like be your own worst enemy and not even realize it and I think so many people are this way to themselves and they don't even realize it just because it's all they've ever known and that's why I like want to talk about these things because it's like I didn't know until I became a friend to myself and then I reflected on it and all of that took like from start to finish of me being like terrible to myself from like the earliest I can remember I would say like eighth or ninth grade probably ninth grade to now that is a long time you guys that's a long time you know like I just finished or I'm finishing up grad school right now like that is a very long time so I don't want any of you to spend the same amount of time being awful to yourself which I'll say that all of that probably changed like two two years ago I would say two or three years ago for me so I spent a good like six years of con like actually like living my life that way of being awful to myself and it took me so long to you know realize that and then make that change and now that I've been a friend to myself for a couple years I can look back in retrospect and be like wow okay I don't want anyone else to spend this long going through all these problems and like the problems that come with being your own worst enemy like I don't want anyone else to have to spend that same long amount of time going through all of that so that's why I'm here today telling you all to be your own freaking best friend and to be an advocate for yourself it's so so important and can be so life-changing so I hope this helped okay Ella is passionate about this episode too come here Okay, sorry guys, my dog's getting a little frisky right now, but um, I really hope this helped at least one of you. Um, I know I always say it, like I don't care if this helps nobody, but one person, as long as it helps one person, that's all I care about. <laughs> but um, I don't know, like chat, let, let's chat about it. Like if you have something you want to say about it, um, you can DM the podcast Instagram. You can DM my personal one too, but my personal one gets like flooded and I don't mean that in like a, oh my gosh, I have so many people following me type of way. No, y'all, I get like a ridiculous amount of spam messages in my DMs and it's so annoying. So I kind of got to a point where I like don't really check them that often anymore because every time like I have been checking them, it's just a ton of spam messages and I'm like, this is so frustrating because I, this is like flooding the messages of people actually trying to like talk to me so yeah you're probably better off dming my podcast instagram <laughs> but um i love you all and thank you so much for listening and i hope this helped one of you and just remember to be your own freaking best friend because if you aren't nobody else will and you need you you owe that to yourself at the very least so i hope you all have a great week when you're listening and i will talk to you all next week